post-production Alex here. Welcome to part two of the Owl House discussion. If you have not listened to part one yet, go listen to that one first. Okay, elsewhere and elsewhere. That's what we're talking about now. We're talking about time travel. Okay. I have a lot to say. Okay, so I actually took... has nothing to do with actually what happened. In, but... in CJEP, I took an English class, and the theme was time travel. So, And I've talked about this several times on various podcasts. But basically, there are like... There are three different kinds of time travel, and I'm, I might not remember them all perfectly now, but basically there's fixed timeline, which is what Owl House is, which is like, you know, you travel back in time and, you know, you try to do something to save things, but that was actually what ruined things to begin with. You know, there you can't send things off in a new timeline, whereas those are the other ones. There's like, I don't remember the word, causal loop, something causal loop. Where it's like, if you go back in time and like accidentally kill your grandparent, then oh God. now you were never born. So you couldn't go back in time and kill your grandparent. And it's a paradox, basically. And the other one... It's like, have it, you ever watched Futurama? No, but I imagine that you're correct that it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I can't Phillip, think too hard Phillip, about that Phillip, show. Or not Philip. Yeah, Philip J. Fry. His name's, you know, Fry is his grandpa. He conceived himself with his grandma which or oh. not himself he conceived his dad with his grandma no. so he's his grandpa but he's also his dad's son <laughs> okay so this i think this is fixed timeline that just like what it sounds like um but anyway the last one is the other kind of causal loop where you know say you go back in time kill your grandparent and it doesn't affect you it just makes like a separate timeline where you don't exist but you still exist on your original timeline the owl house is is like it's fixed timeline, which, as you were saying before, like, right when Luz got to the Boiling Isles, it's, like, already established that about 400 years ago, she, like, taught Philip how to do a, a light lift. So that's not something she can, like, escape from or avoid, even if she knew it was coming somehow. So basically, what the conclusion of a fixed timeline is that, like, there is no free will. And you could, like, tr travel forward and see how things end and travel back and there would be nothing you could do to change it or like the actions that you I, do would, would lead forward the to that thought of time travel like genuinely like hurts my brain <laughs> like it's, time travel is so confusing to me it's not easy to wrap to wrap your head around and it's especially you know when it comes to a fixed timeline in the owl house like you know loose is blaming herself like how could i be so stupid it's like you, you know, before you were even born, you had been that stupid. So, like, you know, like, it was so, so long So you ago. couldn't even have changed it, even yeah. if you tried. Mm -hmm. This is my theory on time travel in the Owl House. So before we even had any sort of, like, semblance of time travel, because I was like, I would just think about it. I was like, there's got to be, like, time travel magic. Like, there's this all, all this other magic. It ties into the Azura books, because there's no way... That Luce's life and her relationships with people in the Boiling Isles reflects so perfectly with the Azora books. And, like, we still don't know who the authors of the books are. So I was always like, oh, like, Luce is the author of, of the Azora books. Like, she wrote them about her life in the Boiling Isles. And then just, like, time travel, however, she's able to read them as a kid, even though she wrote them in the future. And then, like, Elsewhere and Elsewhen came out, and it was... Or not... The one... Where any sport in a storm, where like Luce and Abity go to yeah, go the meet author. the author of the Azora books, and I was like, oh man, like my my theory can't be right, but it still 
theoretically could be that Luce is the author. Because she was like, oh, I always thought Mildred, Mildred Featherwile was too cheery of a name. Like, that is literally, like, it's so... I just can't. And the way that Azora is so, like, loose. Like, she literally the has thing, the same voice actor as Luce. The one thing I think that maybe disproves that is we did see the picture on the back of the book of the author. But here's was... the thing, like, that people have fake personas all the time. Editing so is she, a like, thing. She, like, took a, she, like, took a picture of, like, a totally different person. I was like, poses the author. Plus, the lady, the pictures of the lady were two, were, one had, she had ears, pointy ears, and one she didn't. Yeah, yeah, but that was like, Mytholomew had edited the pictures of the round ears to look pointy. It was like, here, I've finished well, editing still, Tibbles. I still will forever sit with my theory that Future okay. Loose wrote the Azora books. Like, I literally will never be able to get over that ever in my life. Like, it's something that I've thought about for, like, the last year that I've liked this show. Like, it hurts my brain to think about because I hate time travel. Like, being a Milo Murphy's Law fan, like, like, my, oh, like, God. just time travel is so, like, it's a sensitive topic for me. Like, it literally is so hard for me to talk about because I don't understand it. But... If you're trying to understand I... time travel, do not watch Milo Murphy's Law because they... Do not watch yeah. Milo Murphy's Law. Don't watch... My... I can't think too hard about that show. You because can't... Okay, they don't mix... ever get any knowledge about time... They mix like all the kinds of time travel together. Together, and, and here's and the thing: that's not how it works. You can't Literally, do that. they said that. No. Sorry that we every time any of us talk about anything, it always comes back to Phineas and Ferb, Milo Murphy's Law. I guess that's just who we are as people. It has to. But um, that's our brand. I am so pissed off about the fact that they're like, oh, the vision words invented time travel. Phineas and Ferb literally perfected time travel months, years, Thank you. years, 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 years before Do Schwartz did. Little they they perfected it to a way that they could travel like backwards and forwards and get back to where they needed to be. Like well, it's no, not fair that David Schwartz gets all this I credit. Think, Wasn't it Xavier Onassis maybe... who invented it first? Yes, Xavier Onassis or... invented it first, but he couldn't figure it out. He never perfected it. Anyways, wh- I just I wonder if maybe Xavier Onassis is like from the future and like got stuck in the past i think that was a theory i saw that he's like from the future and he got stuck in the past and then he came back to our time because when he gets into one of the timelines he said have corn dogs been been invented invented yet how would he know what they are if true he was from the past like it could have just been a haha funny but he could have also (laughs) come from after time travel was which everything you had an infinite for you had to take is it's a haha funny because you'll ask dan and swampy about like i don't know i thought it was funny that's literally their answer to (laughs) Maybe Xavier Onassis is Emperor Bellos from the future who's trying to <laughs> dun, dun, dun. stop himself from... He just wants a corn dog. <laughs> um, corn dog, corn dog, yummy, yummy, yummy. yummy. Okay, no, wait. Maybe. An- another thing Bellos did to to switch back to the Owl House now is make the basilisks... <laughs> the main point. <laughs> yes. Is, is the basilisks. So this was like some species that went extinct. And then I guess it must have been the collector who taught him how to bring them back and brought back five of them because what was the special type of magic that they do? That The he... draining. The draining spell yes. came from the basilisks, I think, because mm-hmm. they drain the magic. Okay, so he basically brought back ma- basilisks to, to observe how they drain magic and then use that type of magic for the draining spell. 
I wonder if maybe he like got the one of the basilisks to like drain the magic of all the other basilisks and then use that magic. I don't know. I feel like he would be despicable enough to like use their magic and like kill them in the process. Mm-hmm. Well, we do know that V escaped. So <laughs> I think queen. I think that's my girl. I'm thinking it was just like I'll bring them back to life, learn how they do what they do, and then use that magic. And as for the five of them, I'll just like put them in cages forever, just them, for the fun of it. Them. Like I don't need them anymore. Maybe, or he might be holding on to them and like continually using their magic, like. Like maybe they're like hooked up to like his like they're on like a hamster wheel like hooked up mm. to the. I don't know. I don't know if he's using <laughs> their magic the or if he just observed their magic to then use it. Like. Yeah, I'm not sure. I need to rewatch yesterday's lie because. That's one that it's, it's just like that. I I have I've only seen like the season one finale once because I refuse to watch it because it makes me so sad. Yesterday's lie, I don't like watching it because it makes me so sad. I love yesterday's King's lie. The only. The only one that like, like a big serious episode that I loved is King's Tide. I I love that episode so so much. Like something about it is just so good. Like it makes me genuinely want to throw up because I get so sad and like worked up from it. But like it is so good for no reason. King's Tide is like one of genuinely one of the best episodes of the whole show. It's my favorite one. Like it is so good. It's so good. I love it so much. I think it's there was like a, there was a moment the day after it came out where it had like a nine point nine on IMDb. I was like, as it Four. should be. It's at like as nine point six, now, that, which is like you know normal. That's still like insi- like that. It's such a good episode. I don't even know. It it's makes so me good. feel like there's so many scenes in it that just make me like they you know make me just so horrifically sad. And then like, but something about watching that episode is just so good. I love it. I genuinely love it. It is written so well. And, like, the emotions that are felt from all the characters, like, you can, like, it, it hurts. Like, it genuinely hurts to watch it because you can feel what everyone's feeling. And it's awful, but I love to watch that end scene on repeat. I'd be watching it like, I've watched oh, it no, their lives suck. That music itches my brain. It does. The collector's theme. Oh, stop. Right, we'll I was listening. We'll I've watched that scene okay, so we'll, many times. We'll hold off on this the, for now. His the theme, collector. though. His theme is just so. We're going to hold off on the, the collector music. for a little longer. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, we're like little, we're like crying. We no, yell at no, the teacher. I'm like, excited. <laughs> uh, but it is time since we were talking about Philip and how he makes basilisks. And that naturally leads to how he makes Grimwalkers and that will lead to Hunter. So we can talk about Hunter now is basically what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, okay. As for, that's as for also my son. So we saw like the the page in that book that was like, here's the recipe for a Grimwalker, and it was like a Galderstone, whatever else. Um, which you know we haven't explicitly seen, but I don't think we have to to you know get the gist of it. It's basically like a clone. Uh, and Hunter, you know, it's it's weird because like at the beginning you kind of think, oh, he's like the Lilith replacement for this season. Like, oh, Lilith was you know the one doing. Bellos' mm-hmm. chores. Um, but Lilith had, like, you know, she had parents and a sister and grew up and then, you know, still fell into, like, the Emperor's Trap. Hunter was, like, born and immediately in the Emperor's Trap. So, like, Bellos had that much Stop. of a stronger it's grip gonna on going to make him. me start crying. It hurts. Do you think Hunter was a baby at once? Or was he just made as, like, a 16-year-old? 
<laughs> I think they're made as babies. I think. I hope yeah. so. Because how else, you know, you really, wouldn't be like, why do I remember nothing before the age of, like, last year, you know? <laughs> before you the age Jonas of last. found me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would like to see a baby image of Hunter. So um, I am calling Philip right now, and I'm asking for one. <laughs> Can I see your guys' photo album? And there's just, like, thousands of pictures of different baby baby hunters because <laughs> there's been so many so, But then that them. also would mean that, like, every time Philip kills a Grimwalker... He has to go, like, at least, what, 12, 13 years without, like, a competent one. He has to raise them. Yeah, yeah he exactly. has to raise them. I mean, there's a thousand people but in the in the yeah. Emperor's Coven that could raise them. Maybe he makes more than one at once. <laughs> there's, you know, Maybe. he makes one, and when it's, when it's, like, three or four, he, like, makes another one. And then, like, by the time he's ready to kill, kill the, the older one, he has another one ready for him. Yikes. Maybe that's why we didn't see Hunter it's at all possible. in season one. It was that he was like still too young. He to wasn't. He be wasn't Goldie real. Guard. No, no, not that yeah. he wasn't real, but he or was Lilith forming. He was just like him. he was forming. He was just like not old enough. Lilith yet. knew about him. Well, <laughs> in like the first episode of season two, right? She's like he's the genius child prodigy, you know. So I think right, he right, was right. there in the castle, and he's in the finale of season one. So I think he just like. Lilith, mm-hmm. maybe that's what Bella says. He has like someone else who's like the first in command, and then between like golden guards, so the golden guards have time to like grow up or whatever. Hmm, interesting. I don't know. I, it's, we need to know about Darius's golden guard. I want more information. It's yes. hard for me to think about Hunter because it makes me so sad. Because like he literally, like he's barely even real. Like he's just like this clone that like um like. Yeah, like, he has his own thoughts. He was real to me. He, he was real to me. But, like, he just... I, like, obviously, like, he forms his own thoughts, and that's the reason why the, the other Golden Guards got brutally murdered. But, like, man, he really dodged a bullet. He really did. Like, I... How many other Golden Guards do you think, like, tried to escape and never even got even close to as far as... Hunter? Hunter's literally in a All different realm. So far. I mean, there's there was... Quite a few of them in King's Tide. Yeah. Um, in the castle, like twenty. There were so many. There were. There's at least ten. A lot. Like it's there just. Were there were more than ten. There was like sixteen in Bellos's mind, and there was way more down there. <laughs> That's so awful. Poor it's Hunter. so tragic, but like I love that. I like I eat that stuff up. Like in shows, it's like so tragic, but like so like oh my gosh. So yeah. true. <laughs> Man. It's good. It's good stuff. So the thing with like the day of unity. Okay. The so there was this puberty. there was this whole re- rebellion situation going on, right? There was like Rain and Darius and Everwolf were the three coven heads who were like, you know, were scheming. The cats. Yeah. But there was also, you know, the whole thing with like, oh, we can't just like not go because they have replacements for us. Mm-hmm. So but, but we never yep. I'm still a little bit, like, peeved that we didn't find out who the replacements are. And because we would have also needed confirmation that the replacements would have been, like, super eager to jump in. Because if you have, like... Maybe, the, maybe they're mm-hmm. maybe they're grimwalkers of each person who who was going to rebel. Ooh. That would have been that would have been a very good thing to confirm. That they were, like, grimwalkers who were, like, you know, trapped somewhere so that they've never had the chance to form a free thought. But, mm-hmm. like, if they were just other people who happened to have the sigil... Then all you need is like, you know, Rain has the Bard sigil. 
the bar replacement is like, oh, I won't do it either. Well, great. Now the day's, you know, over. Problem solved. Yeah, I'm still kind of confused about that. Like the coven heads and the... the Because the, there's more than nine covens, right? Like the tiny cat coven. <laughs> well, I think those are like, just like if, side covens. Like those are just like funny. Like we we want to have these other covens, but like the main covens that like make the world run are these these however many but, i don't but do the people in the side covens did they also get their magic drained like and if so like is it is it like what's mm-hmm. what's the like what's up with that you know like is that something they retconned i wonder i feel like it is it, it feels like a retcon be- because otherwise there's no reason why bellis would have been like what what's all this talk about extra covens like there are only nine covens you know the land shines in nine yeah. hues or whatever yeah so I think it might be a little bit of a retcon, which, you know, it's it's okay. Mm-hmm. Could have been worse. We can have a little retcon as a treat. As a treat. <laughs> as mm-hmm. a treat. <laughs> Does anyone have anything to say about Kiki Mora? She has the same voice actress as Tiki from Miraculous Ladybug. So Her voice actor follows me on Instagram. I didn't even know until I what? followed her back the other day. <laughs> That's Whoa. crazy. So I found out that Kiki Moore was following me, and all I ever did was say awful, mean things about Kiki Moore because I want to, for a long time, I mean, I still feel that I want to pick Kiki Moore up and punt her as hard as I can. <laughs> she is very much a menace to my life. She has brought me nothing but pain and suffering as her being born has ruined my life. But her voice actor is beautiful, and she's wonderful and a perfect human being. So maybe Kiki Moore can learn from her. That's all I guess. I think she's funny. She just, I think she's, she's so a silly little... And it's funny. She is pathetic. And, you know, I don't care, though. She still plagued my life by acting oh, the yeah. way that she acted. She feels like... I feel like Kiki Moore is what Luz could have ended up as if no one was ever nice to her. Mm-hmm. so true you know that's very true and the, you know what yeah. she still she takes everything the the emperor i almost said the king the emperor says to her so literally like when he was like for all i care you could crawl into a hole and and like die or whatever and yeah. she literally went into a hole to just wither, wither away. away that's where she was like you know what i guess i'll take one last order for him and just die the way that he wants me to die like this poor pathetic woman can't even make one singular thought of her own like <laughs> then, genuinely you know, kikimura She's the one who, you know, leads King to the Collector. Like, biggest moment of all time. Which, Queen? Finally, she made no, a Queen No, I don't forgive her. Move. You can't forgive her for that. Oh, come on. No, but, no, I won't boob. be forgiving her. The things that she did, you know, she was... Luz tried helping her, and then she was like, mm, Oh, you stupid little That's bitch. That's why. <laughs> That's why you've got beef with her, because she messed with Luz and Amity. No! See, no, Luz was just sweet to her. Like, Luz mm-hmm. literally took time out of her day to be sweet to Kikimura and try to help her and give her, you know, able to go see her family, go see this family reunion because Luz wanted there to be some sort of, you know, good in Kikimura and, like, her wanting to go see her family and Luz wants to also have best of both worlds. And then Kikimura just took that, you know, she was like, you're a really nice person, but fuck you. I'm going to try to kill you now. You you little 14-year-old girl. I'm a grown woman, and I'm going to try to kill you. What is up with the adults? And, like, she literally threw Amity down a trench. Like, girl, get this a grip. This is what I sound like talking about Gabriel Agress. The way you sound right now. <laughs> the way, and, like, here's the thing. I don't even hate Kiki more. <laughs> like, there's a difference. I hate Bellows, and I've had less to say about Bellows. I like Kiki Mora to an extent 
She's kind of cute. You know, I like the sound of her voice. She is an awful, horrible person, but she is not anything like Bellows. Like, yeah. she just is brainwashed as well. And, like, I know I've said these horrible, awful things about her and how I would like to physically harm her, which is true because she hasn't... She's never going to be, re- like, any co- sort of redemption for Kikimura. But I do believe, you know, in my little head that maybe someday she'll be a good person. And maybe she needs to go, yeah. on, she needs to go to, on an apology tour and say sorry to every child she's thrown off of a cliff or, like, tried to kill on a pier. But... You know, someday maybe she can she can go to therapy and get help. <laughs> yes, I genuinely Steve's believe Kiki Moore can can be saved. She can see the light and she'll be happy and like re- reborn. So that's my she thoughts. She is Kiki the embodiment. Moore. She's like about through hands with a twelve year old. Like that's Kiki Moore's full vibe. <laughs> she. Oh man, Kiki Moore. Yeah, Kiki Moore. Okay. I like your name. It's funny to say. Kiki Mora. I, I just <laughs> Kiki Mora. Like for I, when I would get mad at her, I'd call her Coochie Mora. I would be watching, um, you know, the Owl House with my friend Scrimbo, and she was like Kiki Mora. Like that name is from this, and I was like Kiki Mora, more like Coochie Mora. And she was like, I can't stand you, and I'm not watching this show with you ever again. But just kidding, she does watch it. with You'd watch it every day before work, and now there's no more episodes for us to watch. Uh, there will be. There will be. Okay. Three. <laughs> okay, it's time. Uh, well, it's like six and a half. It's not. Th- it's not really three. Anyway. Okay, it's time to talk about the second best character in the show after Hootie, which is the collector. Joe. Uh, <laughs> Joe Mama. <laughs> it's about it's the collector. The collector. It's insane how after being on screen for like what five minutes everyone was like not only is you know this immediately everyone's favorite character also everyone was like oh this was like the best five minutes of tv i've ever seen and it was because the collector was there really it was so true okay so here's so here's what we know about the collector he was worshipped by the titan trappers and then trapped by the Titan in the little disc thing, which also, like, there are multiple disc things because, like, Bellows has one, the Titan Trapper has one, and they can all kind of, oh, you know... that's true. They can all kind of contact the Collector in one way or another. So I we can start... If we want to go chronologically with this, we can go with, like, okay, Titan Trappers worship the Collector. What's the deal with this? And I feel like the logical conclusion I came to is that, you know, the Titan trappers who were trying to trap the Titan for one, just, I guess, for sport, ended up somehow realizing, oh, the collector is, you know, a godchild who can do anything. So all they have to do was convince him that, like, trapping Titans is a game. And he was like, you know, come play Titan trappers or whatever. And then... You know, he basically helped them kill every Titan except King's King's dad, who managed to trap the Collector in the disc while also protecting his baby, but also, like, maybe sacrificing himself, too, at the same time. I think the Collector character design, so cool. Like, it just itches my brain. Like, just the sun and moon motif. Like, I, I love... I love that. And just their whole vibe. It's just 
good. The music, like, it's just so good. And they are very reminiscent of this, it made me sound like a nerd, of a character from, like, the Five Nights at Freddy's game that recently came out that's, like, a sun, but it's also a moon. And it's, like, it, they also have a music theme that's, like, very, like, earwormy, and it was, like, on TikTok. So, like, but I, like, associate them together, and it's just, I don't know. that I don't know what the point of that is, but it's just a funny, if I had a nickel for every time characters with sun and moon motifs had a catchy <laughs> song, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. But, yeah, I... I feel like I should be more afraid of the collector than I am, but really I just hate Bellows so much. And I feel like I feel like the collector can be reasoned with because they're a child and like King was able to kind of reason with them. So I feel like the collector is not just truly doesn't understand what they're doing. They're like a chaotic neutral, so I think they can be reasoned with in a way that Bellows couldn't be. I don't know. I agree. I feel that. I feel I feel, you know, Bellows is if I could re retake everything that I just said about Kiki Moore and times it by ten for Bellows, that's how I feel. Um, the something I'm not scared of the collector. Like, and I was kind of terrified of Bellows, but like I'm not scared of him because he's just sweet. Like he's so cute, and I know that he literally has the power to destroy every single universe, every single world ever. But like I don't know, he's just sweet and small and cute, and I don't yeah. think that he's gonna. He doesn't mean to do bad. Like, I think he just, like, he just wants to play. Like, he's just a little boy. Like, he's a little kid. Like, he doesn't realize that him doing all these things could kill literally everyone. He just wants to play Owl House. Like, just let okay. him play. I'm glad I'm glad we're on the same page about this. Because a lot of people have made the comparison to a kid, like, yeah. playing, you know, with the ants and the magnifying glass and killing the ants. And how, like, you know, a kid... Do you know killing ants is like you know playing around, and the collector is like on a totally different plane from all these witches and demons and people. That it's like it's the same type of thing with them. Yeah. Um. Like so I genuinely collect- don't think he's trying to do things just to hurt people. Well, I think I I just think he doesn't realize that like death is bad. I think he realizes that like oh haha, I'm causing pain because like I'm winning the game or something to that True. effect. True. I. I don't think he's like, you know, I think he realizes he's, you know, not being nice or whatever, but I just don't think he realizes the, the, the gravity of it. Um, and that's why I'm looking forward to the collector redemption arc. Heck yeah. Um, which is, which is going to come. Do you come... think he'll get a redemption arc? I or, do. Yeah. Uh, the collector I was going to say. Better get a redemption arc. I was going to say it would be kind of messed up if they were just like, put him back in the plate. And yeah. <laughs> just retrapped Maybe. him. And like, oh. Okay. But, man. This is, okay. Man. So, my, my initial thought with the Redemption arc, um, it might have been one of those other comics that was, like, uh, the Collector ended up in the in-between realm and was, like, talking to Luz through the mirror. I've seen that yes. one. Nope, that's Morning Mark. Yes, that's okay. Morning Mark. There was that, that, I was like, okay, that's interesting. There was, in my head, the first thing I thought of was, it was like, oh, because King is the main one that the Collector wants to play with. So... They're going to, you know, have a chat where the collector's like, whoa, I just realized that I shouldn't kill people. I'm solved. Maybe I shouldn't be a killer. Yeah, but my my favorite, what I really now think would be the best one is, uh, well, actually, wait, before I I say that out loud, 
I think we should probably figure out like what we think the Owl House game is going to be, which I guess we're now getting into like season three prediction territory. But so I, so I'll hold off on like, okay, let me restart all this. I'll hold off on like how I think the collector is going to be redeemed for like a little longer. Um, and I want to try and figure out the Titan and what the Titan's deal is because a, I'm how really old good at theories like this. Okay. How old are the boiling aisles? Because that's probably how long the Titan has been dead for. And we know it's like probably more than 400 years because, you know, Philip showed up there 400 years ago or so. And there were already like, you know, plenty of witches and demons living there. So he might have been dead for like 2000 years, which means that King would have been trapped in baby form for 2000 years. But is that Titan? Because didn't the Titan hunters say that there's been like lots of Titans? Yeah. So how do that's we know I'm... that that Titan... That's where I'm. That's where. All right. That's where I'm going. Okay. So. Okay. 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 So because the Titan is so big, and all the other Titans were probably just that big, then they must have just you know, roamed around, the I don't know. I don't think we even really know where the like Titan community lived, because, <laughs> because they were just community you know so big. There. So they were like you know in theory, if there were how many Titans existed like i don't know a thousand there were like you know a thousand there could have theoretically been like a thousand different boiling aisles just made of a thousand different titans because of how big they are and i think the titan that is the boiling aisles is king's dad because like that's where king was found or like really near there right so i feel like that's that tracks see i try not to think too much into it and like i try not to think too much into it because I don't want King to grow up, so I don't like to think about him being a Titan. He's just my little bunky. Like, he's just a little guy to me forever. <laughs> he's not a Titan. He's just a sweet little little guy. Do we think, was the Titan, are Titans like, I feel like Titans have to be less strong than the Collector because the Collector killed most of them as the Grand Huntsman True. and only well, couldn't kill one. And- Obviously, with the Huntsman, I mean, all of the skulls they have are king-sized, which means all of the um, titans that they killed were, like, children. So I think that might be... It's horrible, but I I know, it's very sad. But I think that that is... I don't think we saw any big skulls, unless, like, titans don't normally get that big. And, like, our titan, like, the island, maybe, like did a spell on himself to like save king and like it made him big maybe maybe that's it maybe oh that's got all that i love that so much and then king won't have to get massive and we can all be yes happy. then king can stay baby sized i, I really like that idea see little baby king forever. that oh but then so how is it though then that the titan like has enough magic in his blood to provide everyone on the boiling isles with magic and like glyphs and also like have a million portals between realms in his blood how does that work then i don't know also wasn't there he's a baller true (laughs) had not considered like a heart or something in belos's chamber in like season one like a giant pumping heart and what happened to that heart what the heck was that that go because i have no idea um, interesting. That's a, interesting thought to have right now. I'm searching. I feel up. like that was retconned out of existence as well. Yeah, I do too. Which is a shame because that was really cool. But you know, I'm just used to that at this point. Jaded. So I guess, like, I guess oh, my main question. My main question with the, <laughs> my main like question with Sorry. the Titan now that I really hope is answered, in season three, 
is like what was the beef with you and the collector what was the drama that went down with you two and king yes. and the titan trappers and where does it come from they're just yeah jealous. i want to know i hope there's oh there's so much they gotta do there is there's a lot Man. i hate it here I hate the Yamaha. <laughs> Don't let the collector hear you say that, cause I hope he does. He'll get mad. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe he'll make me get more. Than Why won't you play with that. me? Okay. Oh, okay. I would give. I would play with him. I would be his friend. Yeah, I would same. take him on walks. I'm good at child management. Like I, I'm good at that. I could, I could make him. I could like get him to just like have a good time and like play and like share with others. I have a. I have a question for you guys. A couple months ago, I think it was when we were still, maybe still on hiatus, or right before hiatus, there was a leak, an Owl House leak, of the Titan, like, rising from the ocean. Like, the, the bones of the Titan. Yes. And one of, like, the crew members were like, oh my god, like, what? Anyways, where, like, where did that ever go? I, like, that's gotta be that a was, season three I, thing. Like, I, that's Because right. what? And like, like, it was like the sun, it was like going through like the, the phases of the sun, like it was going, like the sun was like going across in the Titan. I'm going to see if I can find that. There was a scene, the scene, I think it was Ida's Requiem, maybe, where Bella, I don't know, but Bella shows like a glimpse of what the Day of Unity is going to be like to the witches. And it looks like the human realm and the demon realm are going to be like cleaved together. I used the yeah. word cleaved intentionally there. It looked like they were going to be put together, but then that's obviously not what the plan was at all. So it's like, what was that even about? Like, because everyone was screaming. Yeah. Like, it didn't seem like a utopia. It seemed like something bad. So, like, I don't, I don't understand that. <sighs> like, it just really, like, okay, this is a deleted scene, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I know the scene scary. you were talking about. Yeah, because, okay, yep, yeah, because it, it, like, you know, I'm just going to put it up to the... It's sorry the quality's off. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, okay, I think I have seen that. Okay, new theory. That's the Owl House game. Is, like, is, I don't know, the collector what? somehow animates the body the of thing. the Titan. Here's the thing, King said, King said we have to have a lot of players, so oh if gosh. that means opening up another, you know, big enough portal to where the collector can play with everyone in the boiling aisles and everyone on earth, then like that's a lot of players for him to play with the owl house. So if oh, that gee. little mother okay, I might have to do some harm to the collector if he does anything <laughs> remotely close to that. I would be really sad and hurt. Like some there would be a child being hurt. Okay. Okay. Time for time for season three talk. Okay? Let's let's wait, get serious wait. here. All right. But okay. wait, wait, we didn't talk about Hunter. Are we yeah, we gonna did. talk about him? Oh, we talked oh, we about Grimwalkers. We oh yeah, we just talked. We didn't... Oh yeah. Well, we started talking about Hunter, and then right, I was spill your heart. Spill in my, your heart. In my mind, I was like, oh, when we talk about Hunter, Cadence is just gonna start talking about Hunt Low. But then you didn't do it, so. But go for it because now. Because sure. I'm sorry, I'm so bad at like interjecting. Um, she was being patient. I'm sorry, but we have to talk about Hunter because we just talked about how he's a Grimwalker. Which is great, but, like, we didn't talk about, like... Which is great. Like, his character, you know? Like, it's not great. Like, it's it's great that we talked about it. <laughs> we didn't talk about, like, how this poor boy, his whole worldview just got completely turned on its head in, like, what, a matter of months? 
Like no, mm-hmm. like and like like it's like a slowly a changed, week. and that like he was it literally slowly... like a week that he had. Yeah, well, no, like from like the beginning of season two, to him meeting Luce to like, then like kind of sort of being allies with her, but not really, and then meeting Amity, and then meeting Willow, and actually being her friend, him, her and Gus, and then he finally finds out everything's wrong. It's just he he is just such an interesting character to me, like. And I could talk about Hunt Low. I'm sorry, this like doesn't feel natural, but Hunt Low. Hold on, I wrote some things down about Hunt Low. Okay. While you're okay. getting, can I can I just say something about Hunter? Yes. Really fast? Yeah. Any I... thoughts about just Hunter? Go. Me and my coworker. I'm just gonna keep calling her Scrimbo because that's what I called her earlier. Me and Scrimbo have had many fights about Hunter and Amity because she once said, "You know, I don't really like Amity," and I was like. You don't like Amity, but you like Hunter because she, she's like, oh, I love Hunter. Like, he's such a good character. And I was like, how are you going to hate Amity but like Hunter when they're literally the same character? Like, they are the same character. Except Hunter, his personality didn't change from being, like, stoic to, like, sweet, like what Amity did. Because Amity went from, like, being, like, she was kind of, like, brooding, whatever, to, like, now she, like, smiles and shit like hunter just stayed kept his like original personality but stopped being like manipulative and i was like we would fight about it and i was like how are you going to say you hate amity but then say that you love hunter like are you are you i don't know if you're like are you misogynistic like do you just hate women and she was like no like i just don't feel and i was like and she was like amity needs more arc and i was like what do you mean she got all of her like you obviously you just don't like amity like just it's fine, but, like, how are you going to not like Amity and, and like Hunter when they literally have the same personality? Like, they're the mm-hmm. same person. That's, like, the whole thing of Eclipse Lake is, like, they're butting heads because they are the same person. Like, it just makes me so mad that people are like, oh, fuck Amity. Like, we hate Amity. She's stupid. But then they're like, oh, Hunter, like, sweet little guy when they're literally the same person. Yeah. So I had to, like, battle with myself because I was like, oh, my God, everybody's so mean about, like, the way Amity acted. But then... They treat Hunter like he's literally never done anything wrong. And I was like, I hate Hunter. But I don't hate Hunter. It just was like, I was salty. Because I was like, if you're going to give Amity this much, like, shit, you have to give it to Hunter, too. Because he yeah. was the same way. Like, it's just not fair. Yeah. Anyways, that's my thoughts. I love Hunter. That wasn't just, like, that wasn't me being like, oh, I hate Hunter. It was just me saying that I... Well, I definitely think people tend to give the type of character Hunter is a lot more leeway, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I love him. I love Amity. Do you have yeah. your Hunt Low notes up yet? Anyways, yes, I do. Okay, so we already talked about how Hunt Low is great because it's Hunter is the one who's kind of like I th- I think Willow yes. likes him back. Um, this is I, why in my I head I thought that's... we already talked about Hunt Low. We sort of did, but I we didn't talk about everything, but. I really love them. Like, I made a post on Tumblr, um, I think, after Any Sport in a Storm aired. And I was like, look, right now, I don't really even ship them in. A, I want them to hold hands and, like, be a couple way. I just want them to, like, sit and, like, talk through their trauma and, like, just realize how similar they are and find comfort in that. Because, really, they're so similar. Like, when I was watching Any Sport in a Storm and there's the scene where willow's trying to convince hunter to join her team and he's like no your team's dumb um 
where I come from, even sec, even chances have to be earned, especially if you're half a witch like me. And like when he said half a witch, my jaw dropped. Like that was the moment where I was like, a ship? This is what I needed to connect the little pieces is in this, my tiny little brain. Is like, this a I ship? needed those pieces. Yes, because like that's what I, I need, like a genuine connection with like characters. Like if I'm going to like ship them. And that was like the aha moment for me like oh my gosh like no matter what their bond is like they are going to be able to understand each other so well and so then when willow echoed that sentiment like in the cell talking about being half a witch like <sighs> it's so good and then okay okay the ending where like she's like confirms to hunter that she's not like really holding it against him like he saved them and she's like after all it's 52 weeks till caleb's next day off i was like <gasps> She's not mad. And then he blushed. And I'm sorry. I'm just rambling about Huntlow now. Um, it's so cute. And then when, like, Luce was, like, harassing Hunter on Pentagram. Yes. And he actually sent the picture and, of like, Blackjack. I was like, sorry, wrong person. Willow <laughs> Willow, and Hunter to? flirting in the Pentagram DMs. I don't think that actually happened. But that is, like, the funniest. <laughs> it's so funny. I love how, like, Luce is like, yes, I'm going to steal Ida's thing so I can talk to Hunter. Like, I need to speak with this man. It's, so it's this is so good. But just the way and, like, the fact I this is kind of going off topic. I don't think we ever talked about Rain or Rado, which I don't know if that's in your plan. But, like, I love that Dana Lumity got together and you would think, like, they were, like, the main ship and... Dana was already like, oh, you're still going to have some romantic tension and like gave us um, Rain and Ida being like exes like right at the same time. And then with Huntlow later on. So now we have we already have the canon ship. So we get to see Luce and Amity be a couple, but we still have these like romantic tensions. And it's with the it's with the ships that you wouldn't expect that are still like kind of being um like, they haven't happened yet. Like, with Hutlow, I love having a ship to be like, oh, is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? Like, it. I made a meme, actually, comparing the Hutlow hype of today to, like, the Finn and Bella hype of, like, 2013. <laughs> like, the the meme with, like, Miranda Cosgrove, like, sitting at a computer. Oh. And Swampy liked it. Swampy Marsh himself liked the meme. So, Swampy ships Huntlow. Mr. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, yes. Swampy Marsh. So... I never really, I wasn't watching this. I don't think any of us were watching the shows that aired during season one. So when season two started, there were no hiatuses. Like we got loose realizing she liked Amity and we, we, there were, there was no hiatus between loose having that realization and them getting together. And then like, which like I love, it was just like a couple weeks. I love that. But I also love that Huntlow, like. It's, like, something to think about. Like, now you have all this time, like, you have to think yes. about it, and you'll never know until... It's just... They're just so good. Also, I love the thought of Gus, like, being Huntless Wingman. Like, one of my friends, she wrote a fic about it. It's very cute. Um, but it's, like, Hunt... Like, Gus being their wingman and being, like, Hunter... I love you, but if you break Willow's heart, I will haunt you with illusion nightmares forever. Like, I don't know. I'm just rambling at this point, but I just think Huntlow is very good, both because of the type of character Willow is and because of the type of characters they both are. Like, it's good from a character standpoint. It's just a a good ship. It's just a really good ship. I'm the Huntlow CEO. Carly said so, so. (laughs) CEO. Okay, I don't know if you... Speaking of Rada, I don't know if I... Because this happened, like, 
long ago. It, it was definitely one of those charity streams that, that Dana did. I don't remember. This is all just hearsay. Like, things that I saw on Twitter because I wasn't a fan and I remember people talking about it later. So don't quote me on this. It's all just, like, hearsay. Um, But apparently on one of the, the streams, whoever Dana was with on the stream had drawn a picture of Ida, like, wearing a suit or something. And Dana was like, oh, that's Ida at the big wedding. And everybody, like, stopped. <gasps> and, like... Just was quiet for a second, and then they just like continued on with the stream. But like, I see this is what I've I've never seen the video of it. I've never seen it. I don't know if maybe I made it up in my brain, but I remember reading tweets about it, and I was like, so my literal, I genuinely believe, I genuinely truly believe, Rain and Eda are gonna get married in the last episode. I think the show is gonna end Please. with them. Just everyone living their happiest life and Rain and Ida are going to be getting married. And we're going to get to see the most beautiful, sweetest little wedding scene of them. And everyone's, all the friends are going to be there at the wedding. It's going to be so cute and so sweet. And and we can get a hunt low crumb yeah, yep, at the wedding. Okay, yep. I'm glad. Yep. And we can get Lumity, Lumity feasts at the wedding. Yes. I'm glad you brought up yes. Rain. Because I don't know how I forgot to do that. But, okay, I love Rain as a character. I do have a little bit of beef with how they were brought in. Uh, Cadence knows that, like, Ida's Requiem is my least favorite episode of season two. And Seriously? Uh, okay, I know. I know. It is okay. genuinely one of my favorite episodes of the whole show. Uh, here's what Ida's arc in that episode drives me bananas because in what world is she going to be like, all right, I have two kids that I love. Oh, they might not want to live with me soon. Suicide mission time. Like, that seems, you know, just crazy drastic just for the purpose of, like, introducing Rain into the story. Not not to get, not to get like, personal or anything, but from someone who has lost someone to suicide, who had kids and whatever, I get it. Like, I, I don't know if I like that episode because, like, it's very much relatable and, like, I lost a parent to suicide, so. And as much as, like, yeah, like, your parents love you, but, like, sometimes it's just, you they parents have a hard time knowing that their kids love them without their kids like saying it because it's just especially if you have such like traumatic events in your life like how Ida does Ida's so used to people leaving her like she's so used to like people doing everything in their power to not like be around her like her her sister cursed her like she doesn't even want to be around her mom because her mom just wants to change things about her like I get it like Rain broke up with Ida because you know the curse was getting worse and Rain had better life, better things to go go do. So Ida's used to people leaving her and that leaves her with nothing. So I get it. Like, I totally get where Ida was coming from in that episode. Like, 100%, I truly, truly feel it. Because it sucks. Like, Ida's life sucked up, up until she had Luce and King. So I, you know, sorry that that had to get, like, oh... Let me let me put some trauma on that, but I genuinely like, I no. get it, I get it. Yeah, it's true. It's true for sure. I also on Rain though, do feel like they could have been introduced like much sooner. Yeah, it was very like um yeah, like uh, you know in the story, out of the story in like you know some kind of sleep zone. We think they're brainwashed. They're not brainwashed anymore. You know, flashback to teenage years might be dead at the end of season two. 
dead. It was very much like, like I guess it, you know everyone does love rain, so it kind of worked in a way. But like, I do feel like we were expected to get attached to them extremely quickly. <laughs> me, but I did get attached yes. to them extremely quickly. I feel that Fair. literally me. <laughs> it worked. Mm. Okay, okay, season three time now. Sorry, I'm trying to find this elusive drawing of of Ida with the. Th- Sorry, I just saw some beta oh, design. Oh, I've seen it before. I can picture it. I think she's like holding King too. I've got an image of her I can in, a suit in my it. head. I can picture it. Well, I okay. just saw. I'm obsessed with the beta designs, and I just saw some of that. So I just need to not look anymore because I'll go crazy. <laughs> okay. All right. So before we get to to season three, I have like so on Bellos, who's now turned into goo. We saw, you know, some of the goo went into the human realm and shut the door. Some of the goo is still in the demon realm. So is it like, you know, when you cut a worm in half and now there are two worms? Are there like two separate belloses that are like slipping and sliding just his around? Hand. This one is just the one in the human realm is just his hand. Because <laughs> something, something had to close the door. Like Coraline? It's like Coraline. That's so disturbing when you think about it. Like this was like a human being who, you know... <laughs> Ingested so much, so much of like you know this like worst. demon bird magic. Then now he can just like you know, be totally turned into liquid against the wall and still be alive. Good, I hate him. I know it sucks I, him, I, I he deserves it, but it's <laughs> just very. <laughs> I don't like thinking about it. It's it's definitely okay, awful anyway, to think three. about. Imagine that happening to yourself. Yeah, I think I just don't think about it. Yikes! Yikes. I have a feeling that wouldn't be fun. No. Okay. So okay. So I know everyone's like all sad season three was shortened and like me too, but hear me out for a second because these, because, okay, when you, first of all, anytime you condense a story, especially something, because one big problem with like, you know, TV shows in general is that there's a lot of filler because you tend to have to meet network quotas. So there's like, you know, they slow the story down in a lot of times. Yeah. So doing the opposite here, I think, you know, it really did heighten the quality in the second half of season two. And it's probably going to be even more so in season three. Um, and there's a fact that, you know, anytime episodes are longer than normal, they're usually better than normal. Yeah. So these three Owl House episodes might be like, you know, the best thing we've ever seen in our entire lives. Yeah. There's that. Very and true. Here's, here's, here's what I would do. All right. Episode number one is only in the human realm. With, you know, Luce and all the friends, A, trying to, you know, build a portal, figure out how to get back, and also, you know, trying to have fun and whatever. That is all episode one. Meanwhile, we don't know what's going on in the demon realm at all, just like they don't. And then at the end of the episode is when they finally build a portal, open it up, and right on the other side, they see Ida, King, and Hootie had just finished building a portal too, and they open it up from the other side. Aww. And we can see whatever's going on in the demon realm. Episode two is the exact same time frame of like right after Lucy and company got banished to the human banished. It got sent to the human realm. And over that exact same span of time, it's, you know, Ida, King, the collector, all these pursuits with the Owl House game and whatnot, which I still, you know, I have no idea what that's going to (laughs) be. Plus also building a portal in the meantime. And then episode three is, you know, the whatever. Everyone's all together again. (laughs) The conclusion, which, you know, might be a happy ending and also maybe not. 
I think Dana I said I she genuinely... likes bittersweet endings. So... I genuinely don't even... Like, I might have to just opt out of speaking about anything about season three because it genuinely makes me so sad thinking about the fact that the Owl House is going to end. Like, there's three episodes left and then it's going to be done. Like, that's awful for me to think about. I like to think about it. I can't think about it any other way than that. Like, I, I genuinely am like... Keep it on hiatus as long as it can. As much as well, I miss them, all I can. I, oh come on, no! All I can think about is like this is gonna be the best TV I've seen in my whole life. It's gonna be wait. really good, and it's gonna be really sad. And there's gonna be lots like, of annoying commercials. Okay, so do we think? So, so Bellos in the human realm has to serve some kind of purpose. Are we thinking that like they channel his like talisman magic to get back to the demon realm somehow? Maybe, oh, maybe he's gonna possess the statue of himself, or like he'll have a. I don't know, a redemption. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> no, the like, little goop, they, they keep it in a little glass, like a little water cup, and they just, like, carry it around yeah. with, with them to make sure it doesn't do anything. Yeah, I saw they this have, comic. They have, like, saran wrap over the top. <laughs> I saw this Morning Mark comic where, like, Willow and Hunter were, like, talking to the goo in the they jar. Were, like, and they were, like, ooh, it. you're mad that your brother dated a witch? Look at us, we're dating. And I was, like, they're like holding hands in front of the the, the glass of bellows. Like. Yes, that. I'm gonna find see, that those are the kinds of shenanigans that I know we're probably not gonna get from season three, and it's really sad because that's really what I want. I want like the, I want the, them on Earth shenanigans, and I don't think we're gonna have time for it, and it makes me really sad because <laughs> I want like, them to go to the zoo and see a giraffe. You know, like I want. I want Willow and-, and Hunter to like have an episode where they can like awkwardly have crushes on each other. I want a Lumini date, and I don't know that we're going to get... Through the, through the looking glass ruins where Luce is like, maybe it would be less odd if I showed you around sometime. Yes! <laughs> like, yes. That's what I want. No, we're never okay, I do think, getting, We're never getting it. I do think we're going to get human shenanigans, because I think they're going to happen naturally as they're, like, searching for magic cards or whatever. Mm. I, I, I think... I think there's a reason to be... Because they're not just going to sit in the house all day, right? Which even, I don't know, like those Reddit comics by that person whose name I forgot again. Boring, Mark. Like, like, there's, there's enough to fill an entire episode with with just the content from that co- from those comics. Going on <laughs> Morning, Mark. Mark. Morning, Mark making canon comics for real. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, man, I just, I just don't even... Because I want them to be happy. I want the kids to be happy. But I know like this, even, even if it ends like in a good way they still have to remember all this shit that they went through. Yeah. Like, they yeah. will never be, they literally need to go to Sasha, Sasha Waybright for children counseling. Because I don't know if you watched Amphibia, but Sasha turned out, spoilers, to when she grew up to be a, a child psychologist. <laughs> so, it's like, so even though she has all this trauma, too, she literally, like, watched her friend get stabbed, like, her and her best friend sword fought, and she got thrown off of a a bridge basically like she had this awful life and she was like yes i'm gonna be a child psychologist after this so they the the hexide squad has to go get some therapy i think yes That's time the travel therapy the please they need it like they just need therapy. oh god i love the all um i feel like because we're, when we're talking about like you know all the things that are like need to happen in season three I feel like there's also in my fun theory idea for what like the two episodes are going to the first two episodes are going to be 
where you have like you know the one in the human realm, the one in the demon realm. That would be cool. You also have room. You also have room for like one B plot in each that's a flashback in the same <gasps> location. Ooh. So like in the human realm would be you know Ooh. young Philip and Caleb where we get to see them. Oh, yeah, you, know, you are smart, Lord. smart man. You got lots of brains right? up there, many brain cells. Well, with also. With what you said before about Gus being like, here's what I saw in Bellos's memory. Like, it works there, too. Oh, yeah, the and then, And then Please. over in the demon realm, it's somehow... This is where I kind of get tripped up a bit on how they would make it work. But the collector and King kind of, like, stopping to chat and the collector telling King about, like, his beef with the Titan or whatever. Like, where the collector comes from. Which I think King could get out of the... Because, like, like, you know, King has, like, calmed the collector down. We've seen, like, hey, 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 like, we need to, like, do this so we can do this. So maybe King is, like, so, like, I need to know, like, you know, what beef you we have need to with get me. to know yeah. each other. Like, we need to be yeah. friends so that we can, like, really play this game. It's such a good game. Like, we need to know each other so we can know the strategies we're going to use. Like, so we can do these and we'll be on the same page when it comes to, like, whatever. Okay. I could see that. I'm just. King, I'm, we need I'm to remember kind of, too. King is still a little kid too, so he knows how to yeah. play. He knows how to play. King. I'm kind of stuck on what's Ida doing in season three, because I don't really know like what where else there is for her to go. Like yeah. what more purpose she has. I think for... she teams up with Amity's dad. <laughs> yes. They 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 help. Um, I Morning Mark made a comic about it like today. <laughs> like, oh really? Where, oh yeah. Yeah, where Ida is like part of a, you know, she's kind of on, like, a rescue mission, like, saving people. She's using, like, Blight Industries, like, technology um, to, like, you know, she has this little car. I love how we're using this as canon. She's picking up, like, she's finding people along the way and be like, hey, do you want to be part of our rebellion? And, like, this one, like, Basha, she, like, finds Basha and she's like, do you want to be part of our rebellion? And Basha's like, not really. Like, I, I don't really one. want to, to risk dying. And she's like, yo, like, where's Amity and her, her girlfriend? Like, what happened to them? And, and he just like, no one's seen them since blah, 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 blah. And then that's when Basha's like, oh, maybe I do want to be part of this rebellion because she thinks, like, right now her friend is Okay, dead. yeah. So, like, I think Ida will be doing something to, like, try to save people's lives. Try to round, like, you know, help people. Yeah, protect from the collector, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. On, ooh. So, if... On this, like, demon realm, it has to open up with, you know, King telling Ida slash everyone else's families and parents. And but do you friends. think King is going to be able to be reunited with Ida and all of them right away? Because I don't think so. He's he's with the Collector right now. Like, no, but I, th- I, think, I think the Collector and King are going to everyone else and the Collector's like, all right, we're all here, time to play. Like, I, I do think they're all going to be, like, right together from the beginning. That was the impression I had. I would hope so. What I really think is going to be is, like, Ida is going to be in the dark about everything. She's not going to know where King is, where Luce, or any of their friends are. Like, she's just oh, going to be, like... Because, you know, it's shown that they're pretty far away right now from where Ida and Rain were. Because, like, Fucker had to, like, zoom in <laughs> his little eyes. But, like, I genuinely believe... Yeah, but then he was, like, gravitational pulling King towards... You know, the middle of the island. That's true. So they obviously see what's going on. But still, like, I just genuinely don't think it's going to be that quick of a, like, reunion between Ida and King. Like, I think she's going to be in the dark for a while and she's going to be freaking out because she's like, my kids are dead. Like, my kids are literally dead and I don't know what to do about it. 
could be. I also, I do foresee, there, there's that route they could take. There's also the, oh, they're trapped in the human realm and we all know it immediately and so we have to build a portal and we have to overcome the Collector slash get the Collector to help us. Yeah, he could open a portal, probably. Yeah, I feel like the Collector, he is all-powerful. But then it's like, if he can open a portal, that's not good because, like, you know, invading other realms. Then he can open a portal. It's like a cross-site dimension, but... Mm -hmm. With the collector. <laughs> Tie it back to Phineas and Ferb. Why not? This is just like Phineas and yes. Ferb. The, the name, the name of the, the podcast would be like the Owl House. Is it just like Phineas and Ferb? <laughs> <laughs> Phineas and Ferb reboot? Okay, okay so here's, here's another theory I have as to what could happen in the demon realm. Which is that like the collector's game is like wreaking havoc and destroying things. And and Hootie's the one who saves the day because he's just as powerful <gasps> yeah, as the collector. The I I mentioned this before. Well, okay, either stops the collector, which I wouldn't love, or is the one instead of King who befriends the collector. So, like reasons <gasps> with the collector. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I think Hootie has to become a massive player in season three. I was gonna say because... like there's gotta be part. He's gotta be part of the bigger picture. Like. I think yeah, he has to be part of the big picture. I feel like I think they would the end of knocking keep... on Hootie's door. I think the end of knocking on Hootie's door has to come back into play where he's like, and I promise to never help anyone again. I think he has to break that promise in season so three. So true. And... and here's the thing: why would they keep Hootie like as a, a whole such like a like we we have to like wonder about him like the whole time? Like no one knows who he is if he wasn't something bigger than what it seemed like he was. Because maybe the whole time they were setting it up for us to be like. Hootie's just Hootie. Like, that's all he is. Like, he's nothing bigger than what he he is shown to be. And then, like, he is the saving grace of the whole show at the end. Yeah. Because Lilith said in that in uh, Hootie's door also, you are the owl house. So, Very like, you know, everyone inside oh, of you. Wait, wait. What if, what if, okay, the game, the owl house, King is like, oh, Hootie's the owl house. The game is something like really closely to do with Hootie. True, because he is the I, I don't owl. Mm-hmm. Hootie is the owl house, and he protects everybody that's inside. So, Hootie is the owl house. So the game, the game is everyone. Everyone goes. It's like a big game of hide and seek where everyone goes inside the owl house, and the collector has to like try to get through, but cannot get past Hootie, and then. Ooh. As the collector's like about to give up, Hootie is like, "Why don't we talk about your past and your feelings and yes. the redemption arc?" Boom! And, I and did Hootie it. being I like Hootie, one. the most annoying, you know, as in, in a loving way, annoying. You talk to him, so he stops talking to you. And I'm sure the collector would be like, "Oh my god! Like this little, this weird little bird too won't stop pestering me about this stupid stuff that I don't want to talk about. So I'm going to talk about it. So he stops talking to me about it, like." You can, you, the way you no, can actually, dish. I'm sorry. I love the idea so much of King being like, the game is everyone hides in the owl house and like everyone hides <laughs> in the owl house. And then they have to like, also, they also have to try and like build a portal from there, you know, to like get back to, to everyone. So then you have like, I don't know, eat, eat on rain, like ducking out when the collector's distracted to like find Titan's blood or whatever, all this type of thing. Man, I just am very much like something like when when we talk about it like that, where it's like 
oh, it's going to be this silly little haha. Like, there's going to be jokes and it's going to be funny and it's going to be great. And then I think about, like, they're all literally in the middle of, like, the most traumatic thing that's, like, ever happened to any of these people ever. And, like, I would love to, like, I just, I just need them all to be okay at the end. And I, I know Dana doesn't, isn't really, you know, happy ending kind of girl, but, um, I would I don't think anyone's gonna, I don't think anyone important is gonna die. Yeah. Except See, I don't, I don't know, I don't, it's not about death, it's just about, if this, what you guys are gonna be like, it's not gonna, but, I have no hope that it's not gonna end like Amphibia. Like, it's not, not, like, if it ends like Amphibia. There, there's no way. My life will be there's over. There's no way. My life will genuinely no be way. over. But here's the thing. Okay, we here's... all said we all said Amphibia wasn't going to end that way. And then Amphibia ended that way. Okay, I think... So with the Owl House, the ending, it will be, like, kind of sad. It won't be totally sad or totally happy. Um, but some the conclusion a lot of people are jumping to is, like, oh, you needed Titan's blood to have a portal? King's a Titan. Use, like, a little bit of King's blood. And then you have a portal that like Here's works the forever. Here's thing, though, like literally one. extracted, got a blood sample from King and knock, knock, and knock yes. door. He has yeah, exactly. a blood sample of King somewhere in that house because how are you? He, you're just gonna throw away blood in the trash? You need a whole hazmat mm-hmm. throwaway box. So, you know? like, either way, I feel like that's you know too easy of like a, of an ending, and they won't go there. Maybe just because like oh baby titan blood isn't strong enough or whatever something like that and i think okay oh i have i was looking at my notes here because i took notes and they end my notes end with like uh we find out how ida made hootie and also the ending has to involve the bat queen somehow that's what i <gasps> yes wrote. Anyway, i knew she was um, my co-worker's... titan's palisman like yeah that's my my co-worker scrimbo was is always like she's she was the the palisman of the titan Ooh, I like that. That's why she's like massoid. Yeah, that's a that's a good uh, it's a good theory. I was just about to say something else about the ending. Oh yeah, it was. I think that the ending will be uh, Luce has to choose one realm or the other, and Camilla ends up coming with her to the demon realm, and Aww. just that's where they live, and they never go back see, to the demon realm ever again. It would be sweet, again. but like I just can't see Camilla doing that. Like I couldn't see her no, but doing here, that. Well, uh, you know, episode three of season three, when, you know, everyone goes back to the demon realm to make friends with the collector or something. Boom. Problem solved. And also, don't forget, like, throughout the entirety of the first or of I'm talking as if like this is how the show is going to be, you know, the whole time that um, that they're in the human realm, Camilla is going to get to see, you know, loose with like her first ever friends and how happy she is and. And you know how uh, how you know m- more confident, better of a person she is after being in the boiling house. And it just so brings like, tears to my right, eyes we'll because back, she's gonna you. see how how mature Luce has grown and how much happier she is. Even though she's just like right now so sad because she thinks like her surrogate family is being dead. Like yeah. she's gonna just like she's gonna see how happy it makes Luce. But like also that world is not Camila's world. Like it's not. It, it wouldn't benefit her the way that it benefited Luce. Yeah. Like, and I know it's all about making your kids happy and wanting your kids to be happy, but, like, why detriment yourself? Like, why put yourself through something that would be so horrific and awful for you? And, like, even V. V doesn't want to go back. Like, she's she's definitely going to be also, like, 
a, the 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 devil on Camilla Shoulder, like we can't go there. It's awful. Look at what they did to me. Like they did all these horrible things to me. Blah 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 blah. Luce is just one of the well, lucky ones that got out. I think. I think V just didn't want to go back because she was afraid of Bellows, and Bellows is going to be dead. We're assuming somehow. Problem solved. You know what I think they might do? What? They might they might just make the human realm and the demon realm into one realm. Okay, Star versus standing number one. <laughs> okay, I'm saying if they okay, I'm just saying if they actually do that, I will be livid. I don't think I'll they will. I'll be mad but um i would just like that i would just like there to be a, a portal like what ida had yeah that's what they i can want. go be- they travel back and forth whenever they want they keep it permanently open easy. inside of the owl house i don't yes. care how it's easy, too easy it is it's not gonna happen it can't no, happen I don't care. I, honestly i, don't I would care. like i i don't want a 100 happy ending that'd be i that'd do be too vanilla i do because my life can't take any more heartbreak for me specifically, I needed to end exactly how I wanted to end. <laughs> like, Look, I just I can't. Can be, oh, have you guys, have you seen the, the YouTube video, like, Hootie Hole Theory or something? Mm-mm. Hootie Hole? So basically no. the theory was that, like, so, you know, Hootie lays, like, you know, in the door at the exact same spot where the eye is on the portal door. So, like, Hootie could potentially be like instead of the door to the owl house yes. like on the door to the portal i don't i don't know exactly how this you know <laughs> okay wait that's baller <laughs> that's, that's genuinely right. baller so then hootie would always be able to be in both realms whenever he wanted mm-hmm. and we we know that if hootie opens his mouth big enough to the door you can walk through it like a normal door because he did it in the first episode yeah so if hootie if hootie becomes the door, if Hootie becomes the the portal door, then it's set for life. And then who? Then even when you know the the friends travel between realms, Hootie gets to be there too. And I. But can, here's the thing: he would probably he would probably never be able to turn into portal Hootie ever again. I can also see them like Hootie maybe sacrificing himself for that purpose. Like it would be sad. <laughs> I was gonna but say like, that. But like, if a character's I was going, going to, say to the same thing, if the character's going to die and it's going to have an emotional impact, I hate it. But Hootie, I feel like, is someone that they could potentially. You're do so that right, to. Cadence. You are 100 percent correct. <laughs> that brought tears to my you... eyes thinking about Hootie. Okay. Being you know. Okay. Here's. I love this idea so much because uh, we know that like the ending. You know, if it is the ultimate, like you know. Yay, we can travel between realms all the time, no matter what, and visit each other. There has to be something that was lost to achieve there that. There has to be a price. There has to be a price. There has to be a sacrifice. And I think the price was is somehow... But, like, how how would that add up? Of it's like, going to be tied to Hootie, because the show is called The Owl House, and he is The Owl House. How, how does this... How would that work, though, that... Oh, that's the price of a portal. I don't Hootie. know, because we don't know what Hootie is. So for all we can know, he's a, like he is. I just I don't even want to think about him dying because it's ruining my life. But it'll be <laughs> like he he's die? not really dead. He's like being reborn or like into I don't know like into a new form or something. Like he's dead, but like he's not like like. Have y'all seen Avatar? The Last no. Airbender. No. Carly, have you seen mm-hmm. Avatar: Last Airbender? Yes. Okay, well, I'm crying right now. Spoilers, there's a character in Avatar who like dies, but like she, like her spirit, becomes a part of something bigger. 
And I wonder if like that is what the vibe will be like with Hootie. Oh God, no! Oh, oh. I just got a new idea, which is that uh, Hootie eats the Bellows goop. Yes. Please. Oh, and then he gets the powers. Oh, oh that could also happen. Oh, that's with such Dee. a good idea. Hootie eats the Bellows goop that was like left in the demon realm, <laughs> and then gets even more power to like be stronger than the collector. Yes. I, but with like all the oh, and then the Bat Queen and another Palisman, I guess. I don't know. Wait, yes. can you remind me? Is Flapjack in the human realm with Hunter? Yes, I be- I believe so. I, know, I think so. I think so. Okay. Wait, let me double so check. Too. I don't know why he wouldn't be. Let me see if yeah. he's like in the pictures. Or Carly, mm-hmm. we-, we can both look. Ah. I'm I'm currently typing up a thing about how I'm crying over. Oh no! Right <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> There's genuinely tears in my eyes thinking see. about Hootie right Jeez. now. Like, okay, I'm honestly. It makes me so sad. I'm convinced that's that's what's gonna. This is how this is how I'd craft craft season three is episode one. Everyone in the human realm is like trying to you know make a portal back to the demon realm and also have fun. Plus also, uh, flashbacks to young Philip and Caleb. And then episode two is over the same time span. Everyone hides in the owl house from the collector while Hootie plays with the collector. And then, uh, wait, no, we can't have the collector redemption arc in episode two. That has to be, right? That has to <laughs> be in three. Because that has to be, you know, where the big conflict in the last episode still still lingers, right? You would think. Yeah. I'm still. We yeah, have still. So... We would. We have pieces to put together on like. How does Hootie die? But <laughs> I think we're all preparing ourselves for it now. I'll be prepared if it happens. Want, I'll be real sad. Do you see the tears streaming down no, my face Carly, right now? No. I genuinely am crying right now over the thought of Hootie sacrificing himself. Like, that is the most awful thought I've ever had to think in my life. Like, I don't know why that hurts more than thinking one of, like, the human characters will die. Like, the thought of Hootie dying is something... Like, and I literally started the same, like, I hated Hootie at the beginning, and now I'm like... <laughs> I think it's because it's plausible. Like, there's no way Lewis or yeah. Amity or any of the kids are gonna die they're probably not gonna kill off Ida or or Rain but Hootie and it is plausible Hootie it's possible and it hurts Mm -hmm. yikes it could happen it's rough you know I'm thinking now how much more how much sense it makes for the Owl House game to be everyone hiding in the Owl House I like first episode of the show Ida's like you know best security system in existence (gasps) oh Oh my god, right? you're right. Or I like know. the house. Okay, I'm sorry. Have have you have you guys seen Gravity Falls? Yes. Yes. Okay, so it's like spoilers, but like with Gravity Falls, in the end they use the house because the house has like that protection shield around it to fight Bill because so I'm wondering if like the owl house like we've said it's similar and that it has that protection which is Hootie and that is like we've And said, also we've seen that the owl cuz when when the when the kids did the conjuring night, yes, yes, brought the house for a little spin. Oh my gosh, you're so right. Wait, that's so wait. So they're gonna they're gonna conjure the house up again, and they're gonna and the collector's gonna like chase it around. That's the owl house. It's gonna the, the owl is house the owl is gonna house. be conjured and walk over to Eclipse Lake where they're gonna make a new portal. Maybe the owl house is gonna be made really big and. And it will become a new island or something. Like, I, I don't know. I think I'm just spitballing here. Work. But, like, 
I is think we Hootie, just want the best to happen. Is Hootie going to become a new, like, adjacent to the Boiling Isles? Like, the Hootie Island <gasps> or whatever? Yes! Oh, my... Oh, oh, oh. That hurts, <laughs> but that's that. such, like, a beautiful Don't idea. And then they'll, like, make, you know... Like, he'll get a statue of himself, Hootie and statue. he'll be like... Oh, Hootie, my God. like, our savior, like... <laughs> I don't even want to think about that, you guys. Okay, but what's... <laughs> that ruined my life. What, I feel like Albert has to, like, really come in handy here, too, somehow. Oh, yes. Well, he's going to be the only owl left. <laughs> like, there are so many pieces to put together that it's, yeah. you know, really hard to do. I Did you did you see the rumor no, that was like, oh, the third episode was extended to, like, 55 minutes instead of 44 or something? That okay, the account that posted that is all about posting just <laughs> like fake information. Okay, it's just like, like rumor break type thing. Alright. I would hope maybe they will extend it, but I at this point I feel like they probably have it mostly paid. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea. I do know that in a live stream someone mentioned Tuntlow and Dana started going like Yeah. And like laughing and Sarah was like, Turn the camera, turn the camera So yeah, I saw that too. Hunt low, maybe. Lord. It's gonna lightening the mood a little. I just can't get over the the thoughts of Hootie right now. Like it's plaguing my brain. I'm gonna have to go to work tomorrow and tell Scribble about <laughs> no. these, these this realization that we had in this. Day. I feel like I feel like that that works very well in terms of like storytelling. Yeah, it does, and it that's what hurts the most. I feel like we should end on a happier note than this. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. Can I... I just okay, realized I... something that could make the Hootie thing more mm-hmm. plausible. So, um, Harry Potter spoilers if you care about that. But I've... Multiple times <laughs> in the Owl House, they've kind of poked fun at Harry Potter. Like, with the whole magic school mm-hmm. and the whole thing with the the golden the golden smidge in the episode yeah. uh wing it like witches and Lucy's like why the, are magical sports hat. like this because magical sports are dumb quidditch is stupid it's stupid um but uh in harry potter in the last book spoilers if you care um hedwig harry potter's owl is killed um and that's kind of like a catalyst for him to like being an adult and I, I know it's a long shot, but if Owl House is, like, very much, like, poking fun at Harry Potter, not lovingly, I don't think, um, but I, I just wonder if, I, I, I don't know if there could be a connection there. Okay. Um, if Hootie doesn't die, then does dying? Albert die? I don't want him to die, but I feel like it could happen. I feel like it could happen, but I don't want him to. <laughs> Wait, we haven't even talked about Luce's Palisman. I had oh okay. Oh my gosh! I'm so glad. It's gonna be a bat. I'm, it's gonna be the a cat to my wait. bat. I had the cat to my bat. I had a new theory, <laughs> I, about Lucy's Palisman, uh, which is that it hatches into something that like multiplies extremely quickly, and that could also potentially like match the strength of the collector through like the power of friendship. I don't know. <laughs> like my little pony. My little pony. <laughs> Friendship is magic, you guys. There's okay. No, because 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 Lucy's. This is what I was thinking about when look, I was talking about flapjack. Because because uh, Lucy's talisman is probably going to hatch like in the demon realm without Luce there. She has it in her backpack. So like, 
Yeah, I thought it's it in her backpack. What? She has her backpack with oh. her. And it's in her backpack. It's in her backpack. Oh, never mind. My theory's yeah, dead. Well, <laughs> I thought that would have been cool though if like Luce's palisman hatched without her there. I don't know if everyone else's palismans are with Probably her. Not. I thought Flapjack was with Hunter. I don't, I don't even know. know if everyone has theirs. Because I know he was flying around on his so, little staff, and I know Willow was flying around on her staff because she caught Hunter, and he blushed, and they didn't have to do that for us, but they did. Because <laughs> she caught <laughs> Hunter. <laughs> you're like a little schoolgirl. You're blushing and twirling Look, this your is hair. All I have, okay, all I have, all I have is not low. <laughs> I'm sorry, that got real. Anyway. Me with, me with um, Lumity. Speaking of Lumity, Daily Lumity tweeted everybody. What did they say? <laughs> Oh no, they're sad. My my dream is to be retweeted by Daily Lumity, you guys. <laughs> it is. I wake up every morning and I check to see if <gasps> No! Daily Lumity retweeted me! <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Daily yes! Lumity retweeted me! <laughs> Dream, dream coach immediately. Oh my like god, the podcast. They retweeted me like yesterday and I never saw it because that tweet was getting so much recognition that I didn't even get to get the note because I have Daily Lumity's like notifications on. I just never saw it. Yes. Well done. That's it. Yes. That was that that's how the episode ends. I can live with that. <laughs> <He's screaming. All right. laughs> I guess. Alright, so Ugh. that's that's I guess where we'll wrap things. I think this episode's yeah. like all is no, it... no, wait, we need to wrap it on a better oh, note okay. than that. Well, what, what else is there to say? I feel like we've said every single thing there is to say about the Owl House. That if you are watching it this far and you haven't, if you've listened to this whole podcast and you still haven't watched the Owl House, you should probably It's like a foreign language it. to you, probably. Like, what's a palisman? What's a collector? Who's what's who a, What's the difference between Philip and Bellows? The music in Owl House is so good. What's the difference between Joe and Mama? <laughs> What's the difference between a Grimwalker and a Galderstone? Which we didn't even mention Galderstones. <laughs> we did, but we didn't go into it. <laughs> Wait. I need to mention my favorite character. Yes! Ooh, I love him so no. much. He's... <laughs> you guys don't I like him, Maddie. I think him it. and Gus would be a cute chip. That's what I think. They're gonna get married. No, don't even mention Gustalamu to me, or I will go crazy. They don't mention Gustalamu to me. I love them so deeply and dearly. I love Maddie. He is so funny looking. I love him so much. We didn't talk about Principal Bump. Sorry. <laughs> I love Principal Bump. I love him. Oh, oh my God! I, I love, love Principal him. Bump a lot. I really do love. He's him. Awesome. a good school principal. His yeah. his palisman. Yeah, and he, he has his palace. And like on his, his flashback, head. the flashback episode, him in the flashback episode, it's like the most wholesome thing. Like, he's a whole mood. He is so sweet. I love Principal Bump. Oh my God, Farley, you have a serious can't you, obsession. I can't wait for the Principal Bump. I can't wait for alone. Principal Bump to be hiding in the owl house along with everyone else. I can't wait for Principal really, Bump and Ida to I really be like, hope this happens. I really again. hope this happens that everyone is hiding inside the Owl House. This is like our please, end game. This please. is literally like Avengers end game for us right now. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like if I really put my mind to it, I could write the last three episodes. Do it. And then share it I'm with sure us. you no. could. <laughs> Honestly, this is the one thing with like getting really into shows and like trying to predict what's gonna happen. Is that like when it's not exactly what you wanted, sometimes you're like, oh, that's not what I wanted. Kind of a or, bummer. That's not what I thought was going to happen. 
Yeah. yeah. I learned the hard way that you shouldn't put all your theories in one basket. That's why these days I just kind of go in brain empty unless I really have the brain rot and then I start coming up with theories because if yeah, you come I can't up help with myself the from theories, coming up with theories. <laughs> well, you didn't watch Star vs. the Forces of Evil. I'm so sorry I keep talking about it, but oh, no, it's fine. Baby. King is, oh, it's just that show. Owl House is just so good and it does things right that Star didn't do. And I'm sorry if you worked on Star and you're hearing this. I love the show, but also it no could one's have been listening better. to this who <laughs> if if someone worked on star versus the force of evil and is listening to this then they deserve to hear the insults okay wait i'm sorry i want to talk about a random little fun tidbit so there's a star episode called beach day and it's kind of like this thing that got redconned and it's annoying and it's a cute episode but there's this whole redcon i won't explain it and that was directed by amelia lawrence i believe and the owl house episode I don't remember which one it was. I think it's like, but it's the one where Ida and Luce are flying and Ida's like, don't you want to have a beach day? And Luce is like, maybe if we had yeah, 20 yeah. more time for 20 more adventures, we could, but we don't. And um, Amelia Lawrence also directed that episode of the Owl House. Aww. So I That's think funny. that was like, that was a dig at Disney, but I also wonder if it was like a dig at Star that like a self own. I don't know. That's That's sweet. my little conspiracy theory. <laughs> Oh, I know it's very random, but you know. I want them to have fun. Cadence, okay, I sent you. I sent you a Halt Low comic on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm gonna look at it after this. I love Halt Low. They are my whole heart. Here's a note we can end on. Uh, yes. So there's obviously gonna be you know the first Lumity date at some point. Um, we're th- if if it's you know in the human realm. Carly's smiling think, like, so big right now. Do we think like it starts and then like Gus runs in and interrupts it because they have some new portal revelation and then they have to like? I pick feel it up like later. that's the only like... logical way that we would get a Lumity date. Would be they are having this this sweet little, you know, wholesome time, like finally getting their date that they wanted. And it was probably it came with a lot of like convincing to Luce. Because Luce is probably like, we don't have time to do this and her her mom and like their friends are like you need to take a break like you literally yeah. physically need to take a break or you are going to die like you Fall literally apart. need this break go out with your girlfriend like and it has nothing to like it's not amity pestering or anything she's kind of just like sitting on the sidelines like i am here for loose for whatever she needs like i will be here for her and everyone else is like you just go with your girlfriend like go have a good time like whatever and then as the, the day is ending, they're like, hey, we, we we figured this out while you guys were out. Without you. And we now you guys yeah. had your time, and now we need to go do this. And then they're like, mm, okay. <sighs> so, yeah, anyways. Yeah. This is also a, a loose appreciation. Thank you for yes, being the Luce. best character ever made. I love you so much, Luce Noceta. You are everything and wonderful and so beautiful, and you deserve... To go down in history as the best female protagonist of all time ever. And I just want to say to Hootie, thank you for no! being the. <laughs> this is like mourning is lost right now. It's gonna come bite us in the butt when it actually happens. And then I had to go back and listen to this, and I'm like. <laughs> uh, no, if if it actually does happen, we are we're geniuses. Then Disney, we we're are profit. then we are sending. We prophesy a lawsuit towards Disney, um, and we're getting some money <laughs> for stealing our idea. 
All right, Cadence, um, what character do you want to say, say thank you to? I want to say thank you to Willow for being amazing and confident and a badass. And I want to say thank you to Hunter for being enamored with her because <laughs> it is just like the cutest ship. It is so cute. And I just want to thank Willow because, because she's I Willow. love her and she has my whole heart. I adore her so much. Thank you, Willow. I can right. start crying. Uh, okay, time time for plugs. We started this like over three hours ago. Who wants to plug first? Um, I can go because I just my username is basically the same on everything. I'm Carly Bella, C A R L Y B E L L A with an underscore at the end on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I barely use TikTok. I am always on Twitter. Um, I'm very annoying there. So if you want to know all my unfiltered. <laughs> And all my unbridled joy over Lumity fanfics that I read and the fanfics that Cadence writes about Phineas and Isabella, that's where you can find me. Heck it's yeah. fun on my Twitter. I got retweeted by Daily Lumity. So <laughs> if you guys want to know what my biggest accomplishment is, it's that. Anyways, those are my plugs. <laughs> okay, I can go. Um, So I am Authentic Cadence 18 on pretty much everything. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Tumblr. I'm on TikTok, which I also don't use much. I'm on AO3, Archive of Our Own. That's where I post my fix. Um, I write Finn Bell fic. I write Owl House fic. I've written Miraculous Ladybug fic, but it's been a little bit since I did that. And some star fic. Um, and my TikTok, one of my username, my Twitter username is a little bit shorter, but I pr- mostly just retweet stuff there anyway. So, yeah, I also um, watch Musical Radical Acronym. Um, which I'm sure if you're listening to this, hopefully you've heard of it. Um, we've all done things with musical radical acronym and it's very cool. Malka game. I'm also on YouTube, but I only have like one video there, but yeah, I'm all over the place. But yeah, musical Mm -hmm. radical acronym stream, um, driver's license. (laughs) 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 Driver's license, but it's sung by Buford. It's my favorite thing. But it's Christmas Becky. It's genuinely my favorite thing. Yeah, stream, but it's Christmas Becky. I'm sorry to say, but uh, the driver's license parody that Buford saying is my favorite thing that MWCA has done since like the the show itself. It it's just scratched Thank in my you. brain so hard. Like it was not even like it, I'm that not, was my idea. I love it, and I'm not saying it because I was like I drew the picture for it, but like I'm saying it because like I listen to it and it makes me laugh every time. Like it's so funny and like genuinely. Sometimes I I just don't like listening to things. Like I get so bored so fast. But that, mm, yes, it is good. MWCA is baller, you guys. Thank you, Carly. <laughs> You're welcome. And yeah, listen to But It's Christmas, Becky. Yeah, But It's yes. Christmas, Becky. MWCA. Um, this is probably the last episode of this podcast until the Owl House is done, and I invite Carly and Cadence back on to talk about it after it's all over. It's an um, honor. I'm so, I'm so honored to heck yeah. that me and Cadence got to be the ones who came and talked to you about this because this is so fun. I love the Owl House and I love talking about it. I could be like I, I literally Same have said here. I could talk about the Owl House for hours and here we are, three hours. And later. you've done it. You, Boom. We've done it. Yeah. All right. Um. Oh, I think I know. I normally signed off by like saying. Like Twitter, Instagram, but whatever. I'll put it in the description. That's the end of the episode. Bye. The Bye. End. <laughs> Bye.